Welcome to the Swiping Diaries. And welcome to the Swiping Diaries podcast. I am your host, Ashley Martins. And in case you are not familiar with the Swiping Diaries, we are here to tell online dating stories. Today, we have my good friend Candice on. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for coming on today's show. Thanks for having me, Ashley. I'm very excited. Awesome. (laughs) Candice has told me some wild (laughs) stories. I don't know how you find the men that you do, to be completely honest. I don't know how I find the men that I do. Let's let's get that clear. (laughs) So Candace and I go way back. We went to high school together. Um, Fun times. Yeah. Before then though, like like in high school and before, you know, we had to meet people the old fashioned way by speaking to people, maybe like a friend from a friend. And then, yeah, Red Robin. (laughs) I feel like that was like the breeding mind of this area. (laughs) Find your mate at Red Robin. Um, Oh my God. But anyway, but then, you know, we grew up and then we discovered dating apps. Oh geez. (laughs) So I know you have a bunch. I specifically would like you, if that's okay, to start with your Zach story. Okay, so... Oh, wait, I guess before we get started, what's your favorite dating app? Um, I don't know. It's like, it depends because I've used Hinge, Bumble, and Tinder. And I think that I want to say that I've had the most success with Bumble. And I like that because you can um, control who you message. Um, But I also want to say that I didn't really have success with Bumble because that's (laughs) where all these crazies are from. And also, like, I'm still single. So is that really success? I don't know. But And then when I was on Hinge, um, you know, I did like that. I did like the fact that it was a little bit deeper. And I was doing that when I was out of college. So that was the first time that I had used it. So it kind of was a little bit more mature. It felt then Bumble and Tinder. And I had met someone really cool on there. And like, which caused me to delete the app. Obviously, that didn't work out. But... I ended up going back to like Tinder and Bumble and I guess Bumble would be my favorite though because that's you know just just a go-to same I felt like I honestly had like the best um success on Bumble you know what I mean like I felt like the amount of dates that I went on from a dating app it was like exponentially higher on Bumble than Tinder or Hinge or yeah those are the only dating apps that I was on yeah, I agree. I, I definitely agree with that statement. Tinder is just like the people that you kind of talk to on Tinder, like it's just not as serious. And there's some weirdos. Mm-hmm. So Bumble is definitely people are more interested, I guess, on going on dates on Bumble. So, yeah, I think so, too. And I like how like, you know, us women can like take charge and be the first ones to slide into the DMs rather than getting like a weird pickup line. But I guess it still never stopped guys from sending pickup lines on Bumble even after I slid in, but oh well. I think like my go-to on Bumble is to send a GIF, like send like a funny GIF. And then it's like, they don't really have the chance to say a pickup line. Like I haven't really gotten any pickup lines in response to the GIFs that I send. They're usually just respond with a GIF, which is which I like. That's my favorite response to that. Or they just like say, hey. (laughs) (laughs) What's your go-to GIF to use or GIF? Um, I have a couple that I like. Um, I always like the friends, Joey, how you doing? Ooh, good one. Good one. Um, more recently they have one with Adam Devine that says, what up dog? 
Okay. So I like that because that's like really informal, you know, shows that I'm goofy. Mm-hmm. Nice and playful. Right, right. <laughs> Adam Devine is hilarious too, so. Love it. Okay, wait. So, so sorry I cut you off earlier, but Zach. Oh, Jesus. So how? So let's start from the beginning. <laughs> Where did you meet him? Who slid into whose DMs? So Zach and I met on Bumble and his like pictures were, you know, they were of this jacked guy you know, obviously, like, a gym rat, whatever, whatever. Didn't really have much of a bio. Um, He was a year older, so, you know, I was like, oh, this guy's attractive. So, obviously, like, being that it's Bumble, I had to message first. Mm -hmm. And so I did that. Probably sent a gif. Don't really remember. (laughs) But um, So, yeah, it ended up – I was a senior in college, and um, honestly, like, at this time, I was not – very confident in myself. My standards were kind of low. You know, we talked for a while, exchanged Snapchats. Like, now on his um, profile, it it was just pictures of him. Like, nothing mm-hmm. else really. There was, like I said, there was no bio. So it really didn't lead much into, like, what this guy was about. And um, so kind of when we exchanged Snapchats is when I, like, kind of got more of a, a glimpse of him. Like, his Snapchat name, for instance, was Dilf, like, 420 or something. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, you know, that was my first clue. I was like, Dilf, like, are you a father? And, you know, it turns out he was. Um, oh, okay. Which, you know, and I had many conversations with, like, people about this because then when he was wanting to hang out, I was like, listen, like, typically this would be a deal breaker for me, the fact that he has a kid. Like, I... Right don't have a kid i don't want to be a parent like that's just yeah it's just how you roll also too like we are very young as well like you know being 24 years old like i don't know i guess maybe in some people it's in like their top of mind to have a kid but like it's not definitely not in mine right Right. now so i mean he explained to me like he had testicular cancer when he was 11 and you know he was told that he would never have children and, you know, ended up being a teen father. So, you know, and having conversations with like my mom and other people, my mom more so, I guess, encouraged me to not, you know, allow that to be a reason that I don't go on a date with him because that's something that could happen really to anybody, I guess, especially like, I mean, if you're thinking that you're never going to have children, like. Right. No, there's a lot of validity in that statement, I think. Right. So I was like, you're, you're right. I shouldn't, you know, look at this as a deal breaker and completely like cut him off and not give mm-hmm. him a chance because of this. I should let him, you know, show me like more about him and not just judge him based on this one thing. So I obviously went on a date with him and he was funny, like whatever. Even the first date, I wasn't like, oh, like this kid is, you know, the best. But mm-hmm. I continued to go on dates with him. Like, we started dating more regularly. One of our first dates actually was a baby shower, which was very weird. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Who's baby shower? I don't, I don't know. Just one of his friends. Like, I had never met this person. Uh, this was probably Whoa. our second or third date. Like, we went to this baby shower. I was like, do I bring a gift? Like, I don't know what the etiquette is I wouldn't in, know in this situation. So, yeah, whatever. Fast forward a little bit. We've been dating for quite a few months. Um, I'm staying at his house pretty regularly or he's staying at mine, whatever, whatever. And so my graduation rolls around and he doesn't show up to it. I mean, that was the first, first big. Did you invite him? Yeah. He was supposed to be there. He apparently slept through it. 
What? I'm sorry. The person you're dating has like a huge milestone in their life and you sleep through it? Oh, I know. I know. That was a, that was a big thing. I was like, listen, this is the most important day in my life thus far and you can't show up for it. And that should it should should have been done then and there. But kept going. So he would always do crazy shit. And like, this was just his personality. Like, I think the first time that he met my parents, he like told my parents that he had had a Coke problem in the past. Oh, um, what a, what an opener for parents. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my, you know, my parents were very concerned from the get go, but, um, you know, he would do crazy things like stay up all night, like not go to sleep and not sleep for days and then sleep for days. And, uh, you know, he would look out the window and be like, people are watching me. And, I had kind of, like, convinced myself. I was like, oh, like, we were learning about this. And my neuroscience classes, he's bipolar. And I had mm. brought this to his attention. He agreed with me. And then later was like, no, I'm not. Whatever, whatever. Okay. And so never saw any help for it. I just, like, attributed his craziness to him being bipolar. And it became too much. So I eventually broke up with him. Good for you. Well, a few months later, he messages me. He's like, I quit my job, which is, you know, a real way to win somebody back, obviously. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know. I kind of wanted, like, we we talked about it then. And long story short, we ended up, like, you know, rekindling things, kind of. And, like, not officially dating again, but, you know, hanging out and talking and stuff. And about, like, three weeks go by. And um, one day he's just like, oh, I just... I was in jail tonight and I was like, for what? And he was like, oh, I got like a DUI, but he had refused to take a blood test. And I was like, well, why would you refuse to take a blood test if you have nothing to hide? There's nothing in there. There's nothing in there to physically take out. Right. Why wouldn't you do it? And he's like, well, you know, just because something's in your system doesn't mean that you're under the influence. And I was like, what does what's that supposed to mean what's in your system and he's like oh i've been doing meth the past few months and i was like all this like came together for me i was like this this is why he was acting the way that he was acting yeah like a crazy person yeah so i mean after this incident he was like i'm going you know back to or i'm i'm like not going to be doing this and i'm going to change my life and all these things Shortly after that, I found out that, like, when we had originally started rekindling things, he was dating somebody else. Um, but I had him no. blocked on Facebook, so I couldn't, like, see that. And then she had broken up with him when he went to jail, but he was still seeing me. And Candace, <laughs> I am so sorry. Everyone, you told me this whole thing. I'm like, what kind of emotional roller coaster are we on right now? I feel so bad. Oh, no. I, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it, it just gets – it gets worse. It gets worse and worse. So, you know, this kept going on. He didn't have – like, he eventually got kicked out of his parents' house, so he was staying at his grandparents. So he didn't have a house, didn't have a job, didn't have a car. And I was, like, driving him everywhere. And if we would do something, I would pay for it. And – um. You know, like, sometimes he would go, like, days without texting me. and he, he would just, like, go missing. One time, he went missing for, like, a week and just texted me, like, one Friday. It just so happened I had off of work that day because I was going to a doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. And he said, I've been drugged and kidnapped for the past three days. I need you to pick me up at this address. 
Oh my god. So what is going on? I was like, listen, I have a doctor's appointment. You know, maybe after that I can come pick you up. If not, you gotta find somebody else to that come is, pick you up. That is so crazy. Like, um, yeah, wait till my doctor's appointment's over so I can come pick you up from your kidnapping. Yeah, no problem. Like, do you hear that? That sounds so messed up. <laughs> oh, it it does. This is like stuff that I went through on a on a regular basis. And so I guess his grandfather picked him up. I went on with my day. I was scrolling through Facebook later that day and I found an article on Sock and Source that a residence was busted for being a meth lab. And it was this address that he sent me. And I sent it to him and I said, this is the place that you wanted me to pick you up at. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Right. And he was like, that's not what's going on. Like, they got it wrong. I'm going to talk to the FBI about this. Like, I've been in communication with the FBI. <laughs> I remember you said this to him. Like, what, does he have the FBI on speed dial? Like, what? He told How? me he met someone from the FBI in a parking lot and, like, got into his car and they drove to, like, some place and, like, talked about this and something about human trafficking. I don't know. There was a ton of things going on that I was like, I do not want to be involved in. And part of oh, me geez. was like you know, maybe this is real. Like, maybe this is, like, happening to him. And then the other part of me was, like, all this does not just happen to one person. Right. I feel like, you know, oh, why did this, why did the FBI just seek out this one man from, like, a small little town in Pennsylvania to, like, help with the human trafficking ring? And I, I mean, maybe, but, like, it seems very unlikely. Yeah. And and, and in the, the same house that he was, you know, drugged and kidnapped turned out to be a meth like it, it's just not adding up no it seems like a lot of drugs that's that's what added up yeah to be honest yeah i was like you were drugged and kidnapped willingly <laughs> so like what made you keep wanting to go back like you know i know well i know you have a very like you know big heart obviously but like what made you still like go and like pick him up and everything i think that well first of all like i said like i had a lot of confidence issues like in myself and Which you shouldn't. You are beautiful. Oh, thank and you. And perfect in every no, way. I, no, I am. Like, I have definitely resolved that. Like, I definitely feel like I am more confident now, and I definitely wouldn't tolerate that as much. But I also have learned a lot about, like, high-performing will- women and how they're, like, much more willing to date men with all these baggage because they it's, like, a challenge to them. So, like, oh, part of me was, like, you know, like, I, like, I can help you like get out of this situation and Mm -hmm. like I mean part of me kind of felt I was definitely manipulated like I was manipulated so much like there were there were good days and there were days that were just completely like out of control and it was it was absolutely a roller coaster and yeah it was it was really tough because I, I felt like I was kind of stuck in this situation and although like the feelings were definitely fading obviously from dealing with this so much like I was just so like deep into this it was hard to walk away completely because he kept like even if I would not respond to his text messages and not do this for him and Mm -hmm. not do this for him he wouldn't stop oh I see so it was kind of like I mean it was definitely my decision to still be a part of this but it was still like almost stuck in a rut in a way Right, and you cared, too. And also, yeah. too, like, it's sad because, I mean, I know she's not necessarily a part, not necessarily a part of, like, your guys' relationship, but, like, 
he had a kid. Right. You know? And it's so, I feel like that's so like heartbreaking to see like a man kind of go off the deep end when he has a, a child. Oh yeah. To yeah. take care of. Yeah. Cause he was suicidal. Like it was, it was a mess. It was really a mess. I'm so happy you're out of that. Thank God. Yeah. So the final straw was we were supposed to go on a hike and I, um, was supposed to pick him up at his grandparents' house and I got there, pulled up in front of the house and I get a text like right as I'm parking my car, don't come. And I was like, well, I'm already here. You know, it's too late. Mm-hmm. So I get on my car, go into the driveway. There's a, a girl standing in the driveway and I'm like, where's Zach? She's like, oh, Zach just went inside and you know, whatever. So I'm like texting Zach like, what what is going on like get out here and he's like i'm not coming out you need to leave before the cops get here i'm like why are the cops gonna get here he's like because i'm gonna call them and his whole story was that <laughs> didn't you know he had the fbi on speed dial Candace? right 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 you know like he you know he's a full-blown criminal but like he's gonna call I, I was gonna be in trouble if the cops came you know? right right um so no, his story was that um, this woman, this girl, whoever she was, I don't know, was beaten by her boyfriend and came to Zach for help, and Zach was gonna go kill this guy. So oh oh, so he was like now a hitman. Yes, for her. Okay, he he okay. was like some type of protector for her, and he was like very upset with this guy, and he was gonna you know hurt this guy. Seems kind of fishy, but like I don't know. Oh, yeah, because I was like, I just talked to this girl, and she seems okay to me. But (laughs) what do I know, I guess? (laughs) She eventually leaves. We do whatever. We go on with our day. I, like, try to get him to, like, talk to me in a situation. Like, why was she there? And um, because, obviously, like, I knew about him being in a relationship with somebody else and then trying to get back with me and, like, seeing other people while we were together. So... You know, I knew that it wasn't the whole story. And then um, we went to Dairy Queen. <laughs> and it comes time to pay for our blizzards and our <laughs> And he pretends that he's sleeping. This man just slumped over in the chair like he was asleep. And I was like, all right, you know, just paid for the food. As soon as we get out of the parking lot, he just picks himself up. Meanwhile, his phone's been blowing up this whole time. I'm like, who is texting you? Well... As soon as we get out of the parking lot, I find out who it is. He's like, do you know where the urgent care is in Hellertown? I'm like, yeah, it's right by Hellertown Diner. He's mm-hmm. like, can you take me there? This girl is going to pick me up. The, the girl who was in his driveway. I don't remember what her name oh, is. Oh, the now. one that um, he was set out to kill yeah. her significant other. Oh, yes. Okay. She's at the urgent care. She's going to pick me up there. I'm like, do you want to be in the urgent care? Because you're about to be in the urgent care. Hell yes. Good for you. I was so mad. I was so mad. I was like literally shaking. I was like, you know, and I was just thinking in my head, like, this is, this is, this is it. I can't deal with this anymore. Like I've been through so much torture mentally dealing with your ass for you to want to be picked up at an urgent care by another girl. I just love how also too, like, you know, he was so set on like killing this guy and then like it, he just like forgot about it. Oh, yeah. Throughout the day. And then never brings it back up. But instead is like, oh, actually, I need to see that girl. What the hell is the matter with him? What? I don't know. And I and I took him there. I took him to the urgent care. Candace, no. <laughs> I took him to the urgent care. But when he got out of the car, you know, and this whole time I'm hyping myself. I'm like, what are you going to do? You got to do something dramatic. Like, this man <laughs> needs to get this across his head that this is, you know, 
this is done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we get to the urgent care. I park the car and I'm like, you know what? Don't ever call me again. Don't ever text me. I never want to see your face. You have done so much bad in my life. I never want to have any communication with you ever again. He gets out of the car. I throw the Dairy Queen blizzards across the parking lot like I am pitching for the Phillies. <laughs> and, you know, obviously he gets pelted with these blizzards and he's like, whoa. And <laughs> Good aim. <laughs> and I was, he, I was like, I don't know if that was the worst or best $10 I ever spent on these blizzards, but I'm happy about this. Like, it felt good. And, um, yeah, so he went on, you know, with that girl and still texted me the next day and days after. So you can go ape shit on these men and they still come back. What the hell is the matter with him? And then you said he, like, reached out to you the other day, right? Yeah, so last week, you know, <laughs> and I've been saying, like, more. I've been going around saying, you know, because I haven't heard from this man, because I was hearing from him, you know, pretty regularly, mm-hmm. like, even though I told him, do not ever contact me again. Right. He was still getting new numbers, because at one point he had gone to Maryland, like, whatever, whatever, and texting me. And so I hadn't heard from him for a while, and so I was just, it was just a joke, like, oh, he's probably in jail right now, or, like, who knows, you know, what happened to him. Right. Last week, I get a message on Facebook, and I had blocked him. So he made a new account and messaged me, and he was like, this is the first time that I've been home since August 27th, and I've been thinking about you. And I'm like, "Like, what do you mean? Like, where have you, like, what have you been doing since August 27th? Right, where have you been, sir? <laughs> and he's like, I've been in jail. And I was like, no way. No <laughs> way. And at this point, I'm kind of intrigued. I'm like, what were you in jail for? He goes, <laughs> Might as well keep this going. Bad choices. I was like, oh, no shit. Like, no one goes to jail for making good choices. So, <laughs> you know, that's that. But, yeah, it was it was pretty interesting to find out. And he, like, asked me to get tea or coffee. And low-key, part of me wants to hear. Like, it's, it's, like, entertaining almost. And I had to go, like, I had to see a psychologist because this man, like, had me on a, such a roller coaster where it was up and down and up and down. Oh, and, no. like, obviously I know that it would be different, like, I kind of want to see him just for the entertainment factor, but because you can't trust him. No, clearly not. Clearly yeah. he's all over the place, and it just seems like he just comes up with these elaborate lies. Yeah. There's no point. Oh, my gosh. Well, you have to let me know how this coffee date goes. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like just for sheer entertainment. Bumble really did me dirty on that one. That's. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Well, do you have any other, like, advice for people that, like, if they come into a situation like this? I think just, I mean, mainly know, like, what you're looking for, I guess, before you go on these sites and make that clear with yourself. And I guess, like, trust your gut because, you know, want it to go with, oh, this is, like, a deal breaker to me. And I just kept accepting all of these things that would be deal breakers and it led me to this very awful situation. So if there's a deal breaker, just stick to it and, you know, notice the red flags like right when they happen. That's really good advice. Yeah, because I feel like it's so easy to be like, oh, no, it's fine. Like, you know, we'll get over this. It's just a little like road bump. It's fine. Because like I'm guilty of that before, too. I feel like I've done that before in relationships when I'm like, oh, my gosh, like if I would have actually like listened to the 
you know, the sirens going off in my head like months ago, I wouldn't have to deal with this bullshit. But yet here we are. Right, right. Now I see any, you know, any flags that are even remotely pink. I'm like, nope, no, 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 no. bye. <laughs> even if it's just like a light red. Nope, goodbye. Yeah, even like, like kind of orange. I'm like, uh, goodbye. <laughs> Moving on. Put somebody else in. Oh my God. Well, and I'm so sorry that you even like drove him around and everything he's probably like wow like i have it made she buys me dairy queen when i pretend to be asleep and she drives me places this girl's great i mean you are but like i just i get so frustrated when people take advantage of people that i care about and like that i know have you know really big hearts and just care about people in general like that hurts me so much to hear like people just take advantage of that right well that's the thing like he was so delusional he didn't really know like what would he didn't know that he had like something good yeah exactly and it's also too at the end of the day not your job to take care of him even though he probably thought you were his self i don't know self-proclaimed care giver but not really you just drove him around yeah i was just like you know if he needs if he needs me on this day i have to be available to do whatever he wants basically they basically that's how it was oh my god i am once again, good riddance. We don't care where you are. We don't care what you're doing. Good riddance. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, okay. that was just the longest lasting, like, crazy. Yeah, seriously. Crazy train. That just, like, I feel like it's like a, what's like that bug that keeps, like a fly or something, just keeps coming back. Yeah. Even no matter how many times you swat it away, it just keeps yeah, coming back. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Well, Candace, thank you so much for making your... Swiping Diaries debut today. I can't wait to have you back on. Aw, thanks for having me, Ashley. Always a great time with you. Thanks. Okay, well, if you guys have any stories you want to share, shoot me an email at swipingdiaries at gmail.com. If you want to stay up to date on the show's info, follow the show on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at swipingdiaries, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.